Get ready to hear the truth about America on a show that's not immune to the facts with your host, Dan Bongino. Folks, please do not fall for this stunt. There is absolutely no chance in Hades that Joe Biden is going over to Israel today to make things better. He's going over to Israel for a very specific reason. And by the way, creating a very perilous security situation. I've never seen an advance with such a security threat as there is right now in Israel conducted on a moment's notice, which says to me it didn't happen on a moment's notice. <laughs> Weird. Oh, do I got a show for you today, including three minutes of AOC. If, you, if I have to watch it, you do too. It describes the stupidity, to rank stupidity in Washington, D.C. Today's show brought to you by MyPillow. Go to MyPillow.com. Click on that radio podcast square. Use promo code Dan for their MySlippers, MyPillow products. Their pillows are all great. Check them out. Big, big show today. Also going to tell you about why the Iraq war and what happened to the Iraqis, what we did to them, matters right now. This is, I'm, let's just get going because I'm just like, Ready to blow up today. Yeah, you ever read the fine print? Is that a word? Yeah. Do you ever read the fine print that appears when you start browsing in incognito mode? It says your activity might still be visible to your employer, your school, or your internet service provider. Well, why even call it incognito? To really stop people from seeing the sites you visit, you got to do what I do and use ExpressVPN. Do not go online without it. It's none of their business what you're doing online, especially now with the police state. Think about all the times you use public Wi-Fi. Without ExpressVPN, every site you visit could be logged by the administrator of the network even when you're in incognito mode. You have home internet provider service. Your home internet provider can also see and record your browsing data. ExpressVPN's an app. It encrypts all your network data, reroutes it through a network of secure servers so your private online activity stays just that, private. ExpressVPN works on all your devices, super easy to use. Just tap a button to connect and your browsing activity is secure from prying eyes. So stop letting strangers evade your online privacy. Protect yourself at expressvpn.com slash Bongino. Again, use my link at expressvpn.com slash Bongino to get three extra months free. That's expressvpn.com slash Bongino to learn more. Joseph, let's go. It's showtime, Mr. Yes, Bongino. sir, it is, Mr. Armacost. Ladies and gentlemen, don't fall for it. Joe Biden is not going over to Israel to solve the security nightmare over there or prevent World War III. Joe Biden, bottom line up front, don't bury the lead, is going over there for one reason, to stall the Israeli invasion, to give the enemies of Israel and of civilized man time to regroup. That is it. That is the only reason he's going over there. Ooh, you can't say that. Ah, I just did. Why else do you think he's going? Oh, you think he's going over there to... To help out the he perceives to be his his, his Israeli political uh, constituency and his foreign the booster his foreign policy bona fides nah he ain't doing any of that. Joe Biden is going over there to delay the ground invasion. Let me tell you what you're going to see over the coming days. They don't want a ground invasion of Gaza because they don't want Hamas crushed. Why? Because Biden's in love with the Iranians. He's got his lips attached to the Iranian ass. Right in his face. Hamas are their buddies. They can't have Hamas wiped out right now. So they're trying to delay the ground invasion. Here's what you're going to see in the coming days. 
Chatsters, Joe, flag this immediately. I want to see flags everywhere. Everyone put up a flag where you can't come back. Like, immediately, you're going to see a bunch of foreign leaders headed over there now. Why, why do you think Zelensky wanted to go over there too? You're going to see foreign leaders over there now because no one wants to engage in a full-out, all-out war. There we, there we go. There we go. While a foreign leader's there in country. You're going to see them all trying to go over there. They've already told Zelensky no. The French president now wants to take a visit to watch in the coming days. Everyone. Every, it's going to be the UN. Everybody's going to want to head over to Israel. Why? To delay this. Because a lot of these woke countries out there are on the side of the Iranians at a rebalancing of power in the Middle East. And they want to make sure the Iranian proxies have time to regroup or get out of town. Yeah, you're exactly right about 100%. Folks, I did this for a living for 10 years. Probably talk about it too much sometimes. Sorry if it's annoying. I don't intend to be. So it was my life and it's my show. I don't, what else I talk about? Someone else's life? There's absolutely no way Biden made this decision at the last minute. There is in the security, the, the right now, probably one of the most perilous places on earth for a president of the United States to visit is Israel. Why? Because you've got a threat of incoming rockets raining down from Hezbollah, from the north in Lebanon, from these Iranian proxies. Why the hell would the president of the United States put himself in a situation where an Iranian proxy army, Hezbollah, could at any minute launch thousands of their hundreds of thousands in rockets and kill the president. Anyone asking themselves that question? Anyone in the chat? You wondering? You know that emoji guy like this? Should all be youth. So just to be clear, we're putting the president's life in the hands of an Iranian proxy, which could at any time launch 10,000, 20,000 rockets in the direction of where the president's going to be. Oh, they don't know where he's going to be. Oh, they will when he lands on national television and starts waving and tripping. Good point, Keith. When he falls down the stairs, how long does it take? You think to hit? He, I, I don't. I'm, I'm not really. Uh, you know, I'm me. I don't know anything about geography or anything like that. I, last time I heard, Lebanon is like a border near. It's near Israel in the north. Was that true? It's right. Oh, it's right there. I didn't know that. I was. I, I, Joe, totally unaware. I heard Syria's close too. I, I, I was. I didn't know that either. I was totally, totally unaware of any of this stuff. Yeah, yeah, Israel's tiny, like the size of New Jersey. So you don't find it a little strange that the threat level right now in Israel out of 100 is probably a 98, 97 right now. And yet the president magically in a two-day security advance is going to just bounce right in there and save the day. Sure. The Iranians love this. That's why they won't rain down rockets and cause a dangerous situation while the president's there. Because he's on their side. That's why. Now you're putting it all together? Makes sense, Joe? You've been the longtime audience ombudsman. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, it does. Too well. A little too well. Yeah. Here's the president covering up, by the way, for the Iranians. He's asked a pretty simple question by 60 Minutes in one of the most disgraceful ground ball interviews I've ever seen. This is the star! Sir, network, sir. Remember when Trump went on? Talking about the pee pee hoax and the Hunter Biden laptop and Leslie Stahl was like, sir, that's not accurate, sir. This is 60 minutes. 
Remember that? Weird how Biden goes on. He gets the exact opposite treatment. Not only is he allowed to give stupid answers, when he gives stupid, incomplete answers because he's protecting Iran, Scott Pelley just fills. Scott Pelley of 60 Minutes. He's a journalist, guys. Don't worry. Scott Pelley, did you happen to notice, is actually writing U.S. policy now? Did it? When I sent you over this clip, did you guys catch this? So just to be clear, Biden's asked a ground ball question about Iran, who we know is knee deep in this attack because Biden loves Iran and so did Obama and wants them to get a nuclear weapon as quickly as they can, by the way, to rebalance power. Biden doesn't want to say anything bad about Iran. That's why the only words out of his mouth when he's asked about Iran are what? Don't. Don't. I want you to watch, though, how Scott Pelley fills in the answers for Biden and essentially writes U.S. policy on 60 Minutes because Biden, he doesn't say to him, don't. What does don't mean, sir? This is kind of an important moment in human history so we avoid World War III. I don't want to be in a nuclear war, folks. It's kind of important for the president to say anything else other than don't. No, 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 don't worry. Scott Pelley's the new Joint Chiefs chairman. Here, check this out. Fighting already on the northern Israeli border, and I wonder what is your message to Hezbollah and its backer, Iran? Don't. Don't, don't, don't. Don't come across the border. Don't escalate this war. That's right. Scott Pelley's writing our foreign policy now. Don't come across the border. Don't escalate the war. Do you hear that? 60 Minutes is writing our, our, our... We were on the cusp of a very dangerous global war right now that you pray to God. I literally mean pray to God. Please, God, do not get us down this road. We are in a one of the most dangerous spots we've been in in a long time because of this oatmeal God in the White House who the, nobody respects, not the Russians, not China, nobody, not the Iranians, not Hamas, not the Palestinians. Nobody respects this guy. We've The world is on fire, and the best this guy can do on 60 Minutes, the Sir Network, is to say, don't, don't. Why do you think he's not afraid to go over there, even though the Iranians could rain down rockets and kill our president? Their buddy, man. It's the boy right there. That's their, that's Holmes. Don't. So Scott Scott Pelley's got to fill in the blanks. New Joint Chiefs Chairman. Def, def Sec. Sec Def. Secretary of Defense, Scott Pelley. Biden's covering up for Iran, folks. Biden also claimed in that interview that he had, there's no real evidence that Iran was involved in this thing. <laughs> there's no real evidence. Yeah, except multiple on-the-ground sources, statements from Iran and Hamas about Iran, Hamas about Iran's uh, Iran's involvement. Outside of that, you're right. There's no evidence, folks. I'm worried, man. I have spent the last eight years of my show trying to talk us out of wars because of Fox Connor's rules of war. Live them, learn them, tattoo them on your cerebral cortex. Don't go to war for long. Don't go to war alone, and don't go to war unless you absolutely have to. You may think that's oversimplification of international geopolitics. I assure you, look at wars throughout human history. It is not. I have spent eight years trying to keep us out of the next major global conflict so we don't get into nuclear war. This guy's walking us right into it. Folks, weakness isn't going to help us here, okay? We, can, we have to do everything we can 
to avoid an escalation here that gets ugly. However, trying to talk the Israelis into some fake, phony ceasefire while a, a, a team of bloodthirsty, savage, Jew-hating animals just rampaged through Israel and killed the most amount of Jews in a day since the Holocaust is not helping. Let the Israelis do what they need to do and get the hell out of their way. Because clearly nobody respects this guy now. Maybe they'll respect the Israeli military after they get wiped out. Biden is over there right now doing Iran's work, not the United States' work. That is bullshit that he's there doing some diplomacy. On a two-day notification, that's garbage. They've known about this trip for weeks. There's no way he went over there and the Secret Service let him go over there with a two-day advance. Folks, to get over there probably took them a day plus. How long's the flight to Israel? Was it nine hours? Not plus you got a, a six, uh, six, seven hour time difference. Zero chance that this happened like that. They're all going over there for one reason, to give Hamas time to regroup. And they don't want to say it. And nobody else is willing to call them out except some conservatives out there. You think these people in charge are going to protect you now? They genuinely don't give a shit about you. I'm telling you this. They don't care. These people in charge, I don't know how much harsher I can be. They do not care about you. You are in real danger because of these people. Don't listen to me. Listen to Hamas telling you they're ready to attack around the globe. With the media people, oh, no, there's no real evidence. Just ask them, a-holes. What do you mean there's no evidence? They talk about killing us all the time. Here, you want some proof? Griff Jenkins, who basically sits on the border. Sky and Bill Malugin know more about the border, forgotten more about the border than most people know. Breaking. CBP sources confirmed to Fox at least two known instances of Iranians apprehended at the border hitting the terror screening database. Quote, raising red flags that they could pose a significant security threat. Ugh. Fellas, this is, this is, Joe, let me ask you something. Does this fit the definition of what you would call a dictionary-style problem with the dreaded air quotes? Uh, yeah. Kind of, sort of, right? Iranians, terror watch list. Yeah. Yeah, I'd say it's kind of a problem in the country. So, yeah. Nobody gives a shit. Nobody. Biden is going over to Israel right now to gum everything up. Let the Israelis take care of that problem over there so we don't have to deal with it here. And by the way, 29 Americans were killed and more are hostages. So regardless of where anybody stands on this, and I share your interest in staying out of World War III, by the way, let's not pretend this wasn't an American problem, too. If it was your kids, you'd be saying something totally differently. It's not to mention the same animals that did this have already done this here. You ever see that movie, um, Some of All Fears? You ever see, you know the movie I'm talking about? Where they blow up the Baltimore football stadium the, and the guy's like, there's already been a first strike. There's already been like a 10th strike. How many more strikes? It's not our problem. It is your problem. How we handle it's open for debate. It is your problem. You think the people in charge are going to protect you? 
Here's how pathetic, pathetic, weak, grotesque vice president. She decided uh, to eat this out. Remember this one a while ago? Weapons of war have no place on the streets of a civil society. Congress must pass an assault weapons ban. President Biden will sign it. (laughs) Unbelievable. Unbelievable. We just saw a bunch of para-terrorists fly in to an Israeli music festival and kill hundreds of people, thousands in Israel. And this is the administration in charge. You think they're going to protect you? You think you're safe with these people in charge of big cities? There was a city council meeting in Chicago and the hack lunatic Chicago mayor, Brandon Johnson, whatever his face is, communist. They put forth a resolution, one of the Israeli members, to condemn Hamas. You know, the this is Chicago. Chicago, like Illinois, like the big city? Yeah, that one. They wouldn't even, there, there, was, there were walkouts. People were like, I don't want to condemn that. Oh, you don't want to kill, condemn mass murder? By the way, here's the streets of Chicago that the same people are in charge of. You think these people are going to protect you? This was taken just this past weekend. Look at that. This is a guy in whatever, a Tesla. I don't know what he's doing. He must be doing something crazy, Joe, like driving on the street and such. Yeah, what a crazy guy. He had to get out of there before he was killed by a mob. But don't worry, Chicago's going to protect you. The Democrats have this. These people will not protect you, folks. They hate your guts. Matter of fact, they want to unprotect you. They want to defenestrate and castrate the police, take away your ability to get an AR-15 because you don't need 10 rounds to kill a deer. It's not for a deer, assholes. What part of that don't you understand after this weekend? Hey, man, I'm sorry, but the shows, again, these shows now, I'm not going back. I'm not going back. There's no more cutesy time here ever. There never was cutesy time, but any kind of sliver you thought was left of even semi-cutesy time is now gone. We don't turn this shit around quick, man. We are going to be in some dark times. These people will not protect you. Folks, let me tell you something before I get to this next clip here. Countries around the world learned a valuable lesson from us destroying the Iraqi army in Gulf War One. You know what lesson they learned? Never, ever, ever fuck with the United States without a nuclear weapon. I am dead serious. That Iraqi war, Gulf War One, we were engaged in. I was alive during it. I remember it well. So does Joe. I was in high school at the time. But that's when I started to really get into politics. Not in the way you think, but trying to understand it all. That war was expected to last for months. That army was considered formidable. Folks, we destroyed them. We wiped them out. the, The tanks were so pathetically prepared. A friend of mine who was a tow missile operator at the time in the Marine Corps told me that the tanks were so damn slow and couldn't get away from our advanced tanks that these guys were exiting the tanks and uh, jumping in pickup trucks to get the hell away. And then they'd like the pickup truck with a tow missile. We destroyed them. They learned a valuable lesson, these armies around the world. Don't play games with the United States military unless you got a nuclear weapon. 
That's the genesis of everything going on right now with the Iranians. That's why they will not stop till they get one. Folks, the people in charge are not going to protect you. I want you to listen, coming up to Biden cabinet officials, how unserious these people, these, these are really shocking statements they make. They are so either dumb or clueless or clueless and dumb that you need to focus on protecting yourself right now because I have zero faith in these people. Zero. Under these people, you'll see paraterrorists flying into Canadian borders soon. Folks, I've been telling you for months now to prepare. Quick break here. We talk about food, water filtration, communication, and yes, you should be well-trained with your firearm. Well-trained. You don't know what to do with it. It's no good. It's dangerous to you too. You got to train. iTarget has partnered with the show since the beginning. This is their best offer yet. Get the iTarget Cube today. I train with it once a week. The iTarget Cube is fully compatible with your existing iTarget laser rounds or any new ones. You can buy one cube or you can upgrade to the three-pack for a truly unique training experience. Practice clearing drills or use random mode to test your ability to react all while the system times you. Go to itargetpro.com. That's the letter itargetpro.com. It's the best firearm training system out there. Train in the safety and security of your own home. Right now, save 20% plus get free shipping with the offer code DAN20. That's DAN20. iTarget comes in most calibers from 9mm to 223, so you can train with almost any firearm. It's the easiest and most cost-effective way to train. It pays for itself in a single day. There's just too much uncertainty out there to throw caution to the wind. Get yourself prepared today. Go to itargetpro.com, itargetpro.com. Use offer code DAN20, DAN20, and get training today. Thanks, iTarget. Folks, these people will not protect you. It has now been weeks, weeks since the release of the $6 billion to the terrorist state of Iran that is building a nuclear weapon because they learned from the Iraq war and now has Biden by the nuts as Biden goes over to the Middle East to basically to kiss Iran's ass. That's what he's doing. He's not going over there to help. He's covering up for Iran because he doesn't want you to know that Iran played a role in the death of 29 Americans and the taking of hostage overseas. Folks, even if you're a sick puppy, you don't give a damn about Israelis. And that's pretty sick. We should care about this stuff. It matters. Your response, you can debate all you want, but we should care about this stuff. It's immoral not to, to give a damn about this stuff. Even if you didn't care, there is no question Iran played a role in the killing of Americans and their hostage shaking. Zero. Nobody, no serious person doubts this. And yet we still gave them $6 billion. Here's Kirby again. Amazingly, this guy still cannot answer the question. Just take the money back. He can't answer the question. Why don't they want to take the money back? Any of you guys know? You got a guess? Anyone in the chat know why they don't want to take the money back? Because they don't want to. No, Dan, that's an overly simplistic explanation. Really? I live by Occam's razor. Why won't they take the $6 billion back? Because they don't want to. Because here's Iran's ass and here's Biden's lips. That's why. 
Here, watch Kirby try to spin this thing. Again, a guy who's now forfeited any human dignity he had left. Check this out. Why would we open up $6 billion to them without some kind of strings to pull it back if in a situation like this? So not a dime has been spent. Correct. Not a dime has been accessed. The Iranian regime never gets it. The money was never frozen when it was in South Korea any more than it was frozen when it got to Qatar. And it was part of a series of accounts set up by the Trump administration. There was no hue and cry back then when Secretary Pompeo announced these accounts and that the Iranians spent down billions of dollars from the other accounts for what was supposed to be humanitarian purposes. But we don't really know. None of that. We can't account for that. I can only account for that six billion. And it's all still in Qatar. None of it has been accessed and we're watching it Will like a Will they ever hawk. be able to access it? Is it truly that, that you can refreeze it in essence or whatever terminology you'd like to use so they don't have access to it? They, they have not accessed it. So take the money back. I, guys, am I crazy? Just take the money back or freeze it again. You think these people are going to protect you? Yeah, Kamala Harris tweeting about taking your assault weapons away while the paraterrorists are flying in with AKs, spraying up the crowd. You got John Kirby, who used to have a shred of human dignity, spinning on Fox as to why we gave them $6 billion. Oh, it's their money. It was South Korea. It was in this account. It's in Qatar. But it's it went to them, right? It went to them, correct? So why can't we just get it back after you realize they're holding American hostages right now and they were just responsible for the death of 29 Americans and countless Israelis. You think it may be a good idea to not give them billions of dollars? Is this hard? Is this hard? Am I, is this hard? It's, it's, it, yeah, I love their arguments too about like, well, this specific serial number of the dollar bill may not have been spent. The, this is how stupid these people are. By the way, China's watching all of this, by the way, folks. You think these people in charge are going to save you? Here's Red State, an article by Duke in the newsletter. You should check this out, Bongino.com slash newsletter. While Israel prepares for a full-out war, China issues a warning to the U.S. Sounds like something we've been talking about on the show. Nobody respects the oatmeal god in the White House, folks. Everything you thought wouldn't have happened has happened under Joe Biden. And everything you were told was going to happen under Trump didn't happen under Trump and happened under Biden. The world's going to be on fire. Actually, we got the Abraham Accords under Trump. The world's on fire now under the oatmeal god. China's next. Wait till China storms the strait into Taiwan before uh, uh, Biden, the oatmeal god, leaves office. Everything you thought wasn't going to happen is happening. Oh, Hamas is busy trying to govern. Remember that key? Ah, they're going to govern the Gaza Strip. They're not going to attack. It's not like it's actually on their charter, killing the Jews. Oh, it is on their charter, killing the Jews. That's right. Like they actually told, it's, like, it's like their Hamas, uh, their Hamas 12-step guide to Hamas. Page six, kill the Jews. Page seven, kill more Jews. Page eight, did you miss page six and seven? Kill every Jew around. Hey, I don't know. It's so crazy how this happened. Don't worry, folks. Janet Yellen's on the case, though, the Treasury Secretary. I mean, because it's not like we have financial problems that if we were forced, by the way, to engage in another world war, which everyone should be praying right now doesn't happen, everyone, if we were forced to fend off China, Russia, Iran, let's hope we're not there. But these people are so crazy and so few people respect the oatmeal god. I don't know what's next. A freaking dirty bomb in New York City? 
I mean, who the hell knows? Because nobody respects this guy at all. Are they going to be calling for a ceasefire? Are they going to let a dirty bomb go in L.A. and go, ceasefire, ceasefire, like they're pulling right now in Israel with Biden over? That's why Biden's there. That's why Biden's there. They're not kidding around, folks. Here's Janet Yellen, who seems to have no grasp whatsoever that we are $33 trillion in debt with interest rates going up. That interest on our debt is going to crowd out defense spending in a few years if interest rates continue to go up. We will be spending more paying off the interest on our debt than we pay to defend ourselves. Here's Janet Yellen, who seems the Treasury Secretary, has no comprehension of our financial difficulties whatsoever. She's like, we can fight 72 wars at the same time. Everything's great, folks. Listen to yourself. In terms of... uh what this all means. Paul Tudor Jones, the famed investor, was on CNBC this week, and he said, this is the most threatening and challenging geopolitical environment that I've ever seen. At the same time, the U.S. is in its weakest fiscal position since World War II, with debt to GDP at 122%. Can, can America, can the West afford another war at this time? I, I think the answer is absolutely. Um, America can certainly afford to stand with Israel and to support Israel's military needs. And we also can and must support Ukraine in its struggle against Russia. And look, the American economy is doing extremely well. People, this is real. It's doing great, folks. Don't you worry. Inflation's creeping up again. Labor force participation's down. We've got a generation of kids all depressed who have no comprehension of the modern work ethic. You got a bunch of people being taught in school. It's more important to fight the white patriarchy and actually learn how to learn how to build anything. Manufacturing is being hollowed out. Janet Yellen says it's okay. We'll fight China, Russia. We'll fight everyone. We'll fight. We'll fight everybody. We'll fight. The, we'll fight people in Rwanda, Ghana, Egypt, Djibouti, South Africa. We'll just fight everyone at the same time. Kazakhstan. We'll go back to Afghanistan. We've got an endless amount of money, except we have no money hey, Mom, because we're actually because we're actually in more debt right now, dude. To me, though, we're actually more in debt right now than our economy actually produces. In other words, if we made a hundred thousand dollars per year collectively as a country, we've got we're we're over a hundred thousand dollars in debt. But don't worry, in that situation, we'll go out and buy ten new houses and build a police department and everything else. Don't go anywhere. I've got an, you're going to have to listen to all of this. I've got an AOC gem coming up next. I'm sorry. I'm sorry in advance. Listen to me. I am sorry that you, but you have to be exposed to this because you have to understand what I'm trying to tell you here, that you are responsible for your own safety. Get your emergency food, get a flashlight, get water filtration. Make sure you have a way to start a fire. Make sure you have weapons. Make sure you know how to use them. Make sure you have ammo. And if your liberal friends are like, you're crazy, you're a conspiracy theorist, lock your door when they come knocking when things break bad. Because the people in charge are not serious. And AOC on CNN, of all places, sums the whole thing up. A totally, completely ridiculous appearance that sums up where the idiocracy is right now while you're in danger. Iranians crossing the border on the terror list. Nice. Unbelievable. Let me take a quick break. Folks, Patriot Mobile, for years, 10 years, Patriot Mobile has been America's only Christian conservative wireless provider. When I say only, I mean only. 
Glenn and the team over there love you guys. Everyone's flocking over to Patriot Mobile. They've been so grateful. They send us texts all the time. Why? Because people want to get away from woke mobile. Patriot Mobile offers dependable nationwide coverage, giving you the ability to access all three major networks, which means you get the same coverage you've been accustomed to without funding the left. When you switch to Patriot Mobile, you're sending the message that you support free speech, religious freedom, the sanctity of life, the Second Amendment, and our military veteran and first responder heroes. Your 100% U.S.-based customer service team makes switching easy. Keep your number, keep your phone, or upgrade. The team will help you find the best plan for your needs. Just go to patriotmobile.com slash Dan or call 972-PATRIOT. Get free activation when you use the offer code Dan. Join me and make the switch today. patriotmobile.com slash Dan, patriotmobile.com slash Dan, or call 972-PATRIOT, our last sponsor today. ZipRecruiter. According to a recent report, there's been an 81% increase in demand for green jobs from sustainability managers to safety specialists to electric vehicle engineers. These jobs require specific skills depending on the position in industry. So how do you find and hire people with these specific skills? Zip Recruiter. Zip Recruiter identifies the right people, not just for green jobs, but for all kinds of jobs. And right now, you can try it for free at ZipRecruiter.com slash Bongino. ZipRecruiter's powerful technology finds candidates whose skills and experience match your job. Get your eye on a top candidate. ZipRecruiter's uh, Zip invite, you to, invite to apply feature lets you easily send them a personal invite so they're more likely to apply to attract a specific type of candidate. ZipRecruiter offers attention-grabbing labels for your job posts like remote, training provided, urgent, more. Make a positive impact on your hiring future with ZipRecruiter. Four out of five employers who post on ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate within the first day. See for yourself. Go to this exclusive web address to try ZipRecruiter for free. ZipRecruiter.com slash Bongino. Again, that's ZipRecruiter.com slash Bongino. ZipRecruiter, the smartest way to hire. All right, back to the show. Here, if you have to, if I had to watch this, you do too. Here is AOC in a little bit over two minutes. I'm, I'm sorry it's a long cut. Oh, you did. Okay, you cut it down. Oh, 90 seconds. Thank you, Pete. This is about 90 seconds of AOC on CNN. Now, Abby Phillips, who is usually a clueless leftist, unbelievably on CNN, even starts asking questions of AOC. This is about the left has two lines now and only two lines you're going to hear going forward. Number one is going to be ceasefire. Number two is going to be collective punishment. Why are you collectively punishing the Palestinian people? Well, collective punishment is Hamas raiding Israel and killing civilians on behalf of their holy war. That's actually collective punishment. Unbelievably, the CNN host doesn't let her get away with this. This is actually pretty shocking. Check this out. What is Israel supposed to do about Hamas after they murdered, brutalized, abducted over a thousand of their citizens? Are they supposed to just do nothing? Well, you know, I think what's important to note about a ceasefire is that it's not one sided. Hamas has been sending thousands of rockets into Israel as well. And what is important is for us to identify our goal in terms of what safety means, in terms of what defense means. How else are they supposed to address a violent militant, mm -hmm. some say terrorist group mm -hmm. other than to go in there right. and take them on directly? Well, you know, when we talk about going in there, I think we should also keep in mind President Biden's statements uh, as well about what a potential, what the implications of a potential ground invasion would be. This is an inherently complex situation. I do believe that Hamas needs to be dealt with. How, but how, I think, is what I'm And I think what we're trying to figure out right now is that this present situation of collective punishment and, and indiscriminate attack 
is is one approach, but we are seeing that the issues and the complications with that approach now. I'm just can we target them in terms of intelligence? Is there precision? Are what are the options available? Are an entire are, are entirely up to the administration and for for Israel to um, to examine and explore. This woman is an idiot. Does she not understand how war works? The rules of war, however harsh this sounds, everyone needs. Uh, listen, folks, I'm not talking to you. I'm talking to liberal morons that may be in the chat today and may be listening because we do have some of them. I get their death threats. Do you understand how war works? The generally accepted rules of war are you don't deliberately target civilians. Nowhere in the rules of war. Joe, you're a history guy. Is there anywhere in the rules where it says civilians under no circumstances should be killed? If you ever see civilians are off limits, dude. There is that doesn't. Nowhere in the rules of war does it say there are always going to be innocent people who die in war. Always. You don't deliberately target civilians. Now, which side is doing that? Again, the bloodthirsty Hamas savages who in their charter say kill the Jews. AOC is talking about collective punishment. Collective punishment is what the Hamas savage murderer Pig dogs are doing to the Israelis. Yeah, infants, infants, four-year-olds. Remember the lady with the two kids, the two four-year-old redheads or whatever they are? Look like soldiers to me, Hamas. Let's get them. You're going to hear these two lines going forward. Write them down. Collective punishment. Your comeback to them is very simple. Isn't that what Hamas is doing to Jews? Collective punishment, quote. And you're going to hear about a ceasefire going forward. There'll be no ceasefire. Americans were killed too. You can kiss my ass. There will be no ceasefire. Oh, Dan, you should go to the front line. Some guy responded. Why, why should I go to the front? Why, why do you think I should go to the front line? I, I should go to the Are you suggesting I didn't have the balls? To go into war zones to keep my country safe when I actually did that for 12 years while you were whacking off in your mom's basement. The Israelis have a more than competent military to handle their own problems. And I've got a family here I've got to protect too and a country I've got to protect here. I'm doing my damn job. What the hell are you doing? That's your answer to everything? So just to be clear, you're a terrorist simp who loves the Hamas, bloodthirsty, kill the Jews terrorists. Aren't you? Why don't you go to the front line then? Oh, you don't either. You don't want to do shit. You just want to sit there in your basement with your Luberderm all day. I'm so sick of idiots, folks. We're in real trouble, man. You better get ready because this, whatever, you, everything we thought would never happen has happened under Biden. Hyperinflation, a crap economy, the collapse in lifetime of the bond market, Russia invaded Ukraine, China's getting hot and heavy over us right now while threatening to invade Taiwan, and the Hamas bloodthirsty pigs flowed into Israel and, and, and tried to start a new holocaust.
liberal media dopes too. They want a proportional response. Proportional response? Well, what's proportional? Let me ask you an honest question, folks. What's proportional? Should the IDF, the Israeli Defense Force, go and burn a few babies and shoot up grandma? We got a couple grandmas. Wait, what's the grandma count? They got a spreadsheet. I killed six Israeli grandmas and burned them. Wait, is that, is that how, is that what a proportional response, what does that even mean? Douglas Murray was on TV again the other day about the absurdity of the proportional response. What's proportional to a terror attack, killing innocent people, decapitating them, burning bodies? What's proportional to that? Take a listen. Proportionality in conflict rarely exists. But if we were to decide that we should have this fetish about proportionality, then that would mean that in retaliation for what Hamas did in Israel on Saturday, Israel should try to locate a music festival in Gaza, for instance, and good luck with that, should try to find a music festival in Gaza and rape precisely the number of women that Hamas raped on Saturday, kill precisely the number of young people that Hamas killed on Saturday. They should find a town uh, of exactly the same size as a town like Starot, where I've been many times myself, and make sure they go to door to door and kill precisely the correct number of babies that Hamas killed in Starot on Saturday, and shoot in the head precisely the same number of old age pensioners as were shot in Starot on Saturday, just to choose one town. Proportionality in conflict is a joke. So that's a good point there, Doug. It's a great point. Well, is there a spreadsheet for rapes and Music festivals and towns we should blow up and attack and burn down. What about foreign nationals we should hit with garden hose with decapitating them? What about innocent grandmas we should shoot with a 7.62 round through the screen in their house in a kibbutz? How many of those? How many of those? See, AOC, AOC wants to talk about a ceasefire, proportional response. This is what happens. This is what happens when morons run the country. Listen, this is a serious topic here. I don't know any other way to deal with it. Like many of you, you know, this has been a crazy couple days. You have no idea the people I'm fighting with. If you follow me on Twitter, you probably do. You would be stunned. Some of the people you thought were decent human beings. You got supporters of other candidates in the primary field who, unbelievably, have decided to make this about the Republican primary instead of like an existential fight for humankind. It's hard to believe, but it happened. This has been the last couple of weeks. I'm only here for you. I'm never going back. That is it. This Bongino army is, you mean everything to me. And I am here for you. And I'm telling you conclusively, dispositively, and decisively, we are in a really, really dangerous time. The people in charge are not serious. When is the Biden administration going to be quizzed? I know a lot of people don't want to talk about this. And folks, I got people who you would think would be on our side, the side of civilization, who are telling me not to bring this up too. I refuse. I will bring up what I want. They're saying this isn't the time to talk about intelligence failures. Yes, it is. Because I don't want this to happen again to Jews, to Christians, to Muslims, to Israelis, to U.S. citizens, to Canadians, to Mexicans, or anyone else. How the hell did one of the biggest, most organized terror attacks in the history of humankind 
by water, by air, and by land, by motorcycle, by car, by front loader. How did this happen without anybody knowing about it? This is kind of a big deal. Why isn't anybody asking Joe Biden about this? Let me ask the question I asked in the beginning of the show. And maybe I'll be more direct. Did Joe Biden know about this? Did Joe Biden's team know about this and ignore the signs? Because they were so committed to this Iran deal that they thought mm, they wouldn't do that, Iran. I mean, they're at the table bargaining for us over this nuclear this nuclear weapon they want to create. They wouldn't do that. Okay, may, may I, may I give, can I just give you an analogy of what, what I'm trying to get to here? I used to teach an undercover class in um, the Secret Service Academy. And a couple of students used to ask me, you know, what, when you're the undercover agent, you're never involved in an arrest. That's only in the movies. He is this stupid. Tell me now. Okay. When you're the undercover agent in a drug deal, you're pretending to be a drug dealer. You're never, ever involved in the arrest, ever. Matter of fact, you're usually taken off and pretend arrested yourself. You're never handcuffed, but you're taken off. Why? Because, folks, the guy you're involved in the deal with's brain cannot process you were a bad guy the whole time. Go watch the movie Donnie Brasco. But who is it? Sonny Black? He can't get over the fact at the end that Donnie Brasco was, in fact, an FBI agent. It creates a extremely, an extremely dangerous situation. It's like the guy next to you in your job you've known for 15 years turning to you tomorrow going, I'm an Iranian terrorist. You'd be like, <laughs> no, no, really, I'm an Iranian terrorist. Oh, shut up. No, really, I'm really an Iranian I, Stop the nonsense. You'd never believe it. You have this confirmation bias. Is this what happened with the Biden administration? Nobody wants to ask this question. It's only the most important question of the day. Was Joe Biden's team so in love with the Iranian asses they were kissing in the room in these negotiations for the last 1,000 days of his presidency and with the Obama team before that, that they were unable to process that the people they were staring in the eye were bloodthirsty savages? Nobody's asking that question. Thank you. The Rob Malley story. Who's Rob Malley? Nobody important. He was only our chief negotiator with Iran. With Iran. He was also thought to be now under investigation for being an agent of Iranian influence. Folks, did Joe Biden's team know this and let it happen anyway? Because they were so blind to the Iranian ass they were kissing in front of them. Why is nobody asking this? I'm going to tell you why. Because there are people on all sides of this argument that don't want the answer right now. We can walk and chew gum at the same time. You can destroy the savages who did this and get our full support doing it while everyone should be asking right now, how the hell did this happen? Where are the resignations? Where are the firings? Where's our CIA chief? Where's our NSA guy? Americans were killed, folks. Not just one. That one isn't even acceptable. 29 Americans were killed. There are still American hostages. Where the hell's the CIA chief? How does this guy still have a freaking job? The Shin Bet chief in Israel, he's taking responsibility. 
What do you mean, Dan? It's right here. Times of Israel. Shin Bet Chief, colon. We were unable to thwart October 7th onslaught. The responsibility is mine. And I'm sure there's going to be a reckoning for this guy when this is over. Where's none of that? Why is no one doing that here? What? What? Well, but why, I mean, why is no one doing this here? Why is everybody here? Oh, uh, uh, not my responsibility. Not mine either. Not mine. Not mine. Here. Here. Not mine. Not mine. Not mine. Not mine. Not mine. Like a hot potato. Whose responsibility is it? He had one freaking job. The FBI, you should try this responsibility thing. Where were you, man? You have offices and legal offices, legal attache offices all over the place, all over the world. What the fuck were you guys doing? What were you doing? Watching porn in the office? I'll tell you what they were doing. They were targeting you. Wasting everybody's time. Targeting you. Here's Christopher Ray. So busy with domestic violence extremists, which, by the way, is nothing more at this point than code word for people who support Donald Trump. This is what they were busy doing while they were planning the biggest terror attack to kill 29 Americans, currently hostages, too. This is what they were busy doing while that shit was being planned. Take a look. Just the racially motivated violent extremism. Then we have anti-government, anti-authority violent extremism. That, too, now is also... Uh, at a national highest level threat priority on the same footing as something like ISIS. Where's the article in the New York Times or the Washington Post? I accept responsibility. Where did the, when did the resignation start? Why is nobody asking this question? I, I, you, you know why? Because they were more worried about the insurrection on January 6th. Listen, no one was more open and honest about what happened that day than me. Go back and watch the shows. Nobody, nobody is happy with the way that all went down. But this was caused to shut down the entire United States government, target grandma for walking in the Capitol while they were planning the biggest terror attack that killed Americans, too, in probably the last 20 plus years. Where are their resignations? Here's the White House the other day. A bunch of protesters at the White House. This looks like an insurrection to me. A bunch of protesters there at the White House attacking police and stuff. Where's Christopher Ray on this one? Folks, we're in real trouble. Miranda Devine has a write-up in the New York Post. It's extremely important you read it. The article's in the newsletter today about how the FBI created this new subcategory in October of 2022. I'm going to get to it in in a little bit more detail tomorrow called Agave. Anti-government, anti-authority, violent extremists. FBI whistleblowers have already said what they were probably talking about here was Trump supporters. They were targeting Trump supporters. Folks, where else would any of this be accepted? Can I ask you again a simple question? If you own a if you own a factory that creates Secret Service glass Easter eggs, this is from 2007, pink Easter eggs, whatever, and all of the Easter eggs are broken, 
because the machine had a faulty pressure setting on it. Would you have a job tomorrow if you cost the company everything? The answer is no. How is it the Central Intelligence Agency and our FBI that have offices around the world? I've been in many of them. China, Moscow, all over the place. They're called legats. Look it up. Legal attaches. It's a fancy word for an FBI agent stationed overseas. Where the hell were they on these? They do liaison with the Shin Bet, the Mossad, the IDF all the time. They didn't know anything? So you're telling me that these Iranians, Gee, can you go back to the first tweet in the show, Griff Jenkins? Please, sorry. I mean, to throw the show in a loop here. These poor guys. I got a small team here. I keep my crew small for a reason. So you're telling me that these Iranians, the two of them we know about, by the way, <clears throat> that were apprehended at the border, who were hits in the terror screening database? <clears throat> you're telling me you're not concerned about this at all? You're worried about the domestic violent extremist MAGA guy with the red MAGA hat? 70-year-old grandpa? Typing away on Twitter? You think these people are going to save you? They have offices all over the world. Who are their sources? Who are their, how did none of their sources know? Why are we the only ones asking this question? You're spending hundreds of billions of dollars on the NSA, the FBI, CBP, Secret Service, TIGTA, IRS, DIA, NSA, I may have said that twice, CIA for the third time. What the hell are they doing? Your whole job is to shake trees and get information falling down so you can prevent the next terror attack. What the f were you guys doing? Nobody wants to ask. Everybody's afraid right now. We can walk and chew gum at the same time. And we will. What happened over there? is an abomination, is an unimaginable atrocity. I've, folks, over the last few days, if you've noticed, I've been showing you less and less. I'm going to get back to it, but I want to give you a break. The, the videos coming out, the hostage videos now are just, they get sadder and more difficult to take by the day. But this right now is the time to ask these questions because they matter. Because this shit is going on right here. There is zero doubt that one of these attacks is being planned in the United States right now. And you've got people in charge pulling the oatmeal god in the White House into the crazy room like AOC, Christopher Ray, our CIA director who's clueless. Our DNI who has no idea what's going on. She's lost too. We are out there at sea, unmoored from sanity, man. I had a lot more to get to, but just one quick note before I run on the speaker's race. There is a, that's going to go down today in a little bit, some of those votes. We may have a speaker by the end of the day. Make sure you come back here tomorrow. I'll give you the update on that. But I'm hearing again some traffic that Hakeem Jeffries, who's the minority leader for the Democrats in the House, just like I warned you, is already trying to cut a side deal to get the speaker, the acting speaker, McHenry, now the Republican,
to give him some speaker-like powers. I don't know what's going to happen. I'll say for the 10th time, I will judge what happened based on the outcome. If we get Jim Jordan, good. If we don't, and we get you know someone else in a deal with the Democrats, it was the dumbest move of all time. But keep your eye on that today because that vote's going to be super important. And don't think people aren't watching all this chaos right now overseas. It's not a coincidence this all went down when it did. It's not. All right, folks, thanks again for tuning in. Join us every day for the chat. Welcome to London, England. We got a lot of people overseas. I get in the chat early. It was in at 10 this morning, 10 a.m. Eastern time. You want to chat with me at 10 a.m.? Join early. We had about three, 4,000 people. It's rumble.com slash Bongino. Click that green follow button. It's free. You'll get a notification every day when we go live. I'm happy to chat with you. The show goes live at 11 a.m. Follow us on Apple and Spotify, too. I really appreciate it. I'll see you back here tomorrow. You just heard the Dan Bongino Show.